26 to 23 after overtime the new orleans saints beat the chicago bears at soldier field hello again i'm ryan bukovetsky here with your three and out a part of we are regal radio's coverage of the bears where we give you three takeaways from every single bears game and uh another tough week and another tough loss for this bears squad after uh, a Monday night debacle in Los Angeles. So two really bad losses in the span of about six days. And Bears Nation, as well as the team, they are reeling a little bit. Not much time to lick your wounds and fixate on a loss because you've got a, uh, a hungry Titans team that will be hosting the Bears this coming Sunday and they were upset by the Bengals, so I, I would imagine you're going to get their best shot. And with how physical they are and as talented as they are, the Bears better be ready for another bitter battle like they had this previous Sunday against the Saints. So let's go ahead and dive into some takeaways for this game. And our first takeaway is going to be kind of the positive of the day. And as much as we look at this Bears loss... It's at least comforting to know that this team didn't just go out there and lay another egg like they did against the Rams, where clearly an offensive guru like Sean McVay outcoached Matt Nagy and, and really made him look bad. And, and not that Sean McVay is necessarily coaching against Matt Nagy, but just in general, the team, they played more discipline. They played more effective offense and defense than the Bears did. Fast forward to the Saints game. Again, played pretty disciplined. They had themselves a, a really solid game plan given that they were down their top three receivers, you know, in difficult weather conditions. Drew Brees, with one of the weakest arms in all the NFL, was able to do enough. Alvin Kamara was great. Enough breakdowns by the Bears' defense. And it opened the door for the Saints to win this game. But Maybe there's something to build off from this game offensively because you're down a couple offensive linemen coming into the game with James Daniels already being done for the year and Cody Whitehair out this week. Then you lose Bobby Massey pretty early into the game. You're down to your three backups, essentially, and Sam Mustafer, I thought, played pretty solid at center. Rashad Coward... You know, I don't. I just don't know if he's a guard. It, it seems like his skill set is more for tackle, and he is probably getting a little bit better each week. Uh, either way, he, there's definitely multiple breakdowns still happening, coming from his spot specifically. Still missing things like stunts, getting beaten up on pass rushes, especially late in that game. Uh, it's important that they try to fix this offensive line as best as they can, and you wonder if maybe – Sam Mustafer, if he plays well, uh, maybe that's a guy you can keep at center and move Cody Whitehair to guard because this offensive line, there's just not a lot of room for error. And you see it with penalties. Once again, the Bears penalize too much. They got to win that penalty battle. They got to win the turnover battle. They lost that as well in this game. And a, a lot of Aaron throws, some good stuff from the running game. Uh, which was really surprising and definitely a positive for this Bears offense. They got a total of 89 yards rushing from David Montgomery, which is phenomenal. But a big chunk of that, nearly half of those yards, came from one carry of 38 yards. So 
it's not as if they were superior on the ground, but against the fourth-ranked run defense in the New Orleans Saints, the Bears did a pretty good job of at least making the run game a threat. And then you just wonder if, if, if they could cut out some of this BS, and you know, we'll talk about Javon Wims very briefly, idiotic, and unless it sends a bad message to the locker room, I would expect him to be cut at any minute. Uh, he's going to be penalized and or cut. And at this point, the reason it would be is because you can't make dumb mistakes if you're this Bears offense. There's just no room for any type of error. And especially in a third quarter, you're driving a little bit. You get pushed back. You punt. They have continual scoring woes in that third quarter and still able to come back in that game. But imagine if they were... Uh, just a little bit better at either scoring a touchdown on one of their field goal drives or just capable of sustaining one extra drive, getting that extra field goal that maybe puts them over the top. It, you're talking about the littlest mistakes that this Bears team can't afford to have because they just don't have enough. That being said, though, for this offense to compete as well as they did against that Saints squad and for them to keep that game as close as they did, that Saints team is a solid team. It's a really good team. It's a really well-coached team. If they can play that way again and maybe build off of what they did and get a little bit tighter on defense, get a little bit tighter on offense, execute just a little bit better, you know, they're going to be in these games against the Titans and probably the Packers after they got smoked by the Vikings. There's still this optimism that you can have about the Bears, but time is just, it's running out. And there's a lot of pressure for Matt Nagy and his team to get a victory against these Titans because if they were to lose to the Titans that following week, they play the Minnesota Vikings. Very easily, you could be back at 5-5 five and five going into a bye week thinking, man, we were 5-1 and one at one point. We were, we were looking playoff cemented. They also can go the other way. They can get a little bit better. And if they were to somehow just get a little bit more solidified on that offensive line and cut out some of these mistakes, the defense gets you a few takeaways, they're going to be in a lot of these football games against whoever they play. But time, like I said, is running out. Uh, our next takeaway is a little bit of negativity towards the defense who, again, played a solid game, kept the Bears in it. But there were some mistakes, just like against the Rams. You just wonder, have the Bears kind of maxed out defensively? Because a lot, of, a lot of things over the course of the past month, when you talk about positives with this team, it's really been on the defensive side. And on top of the positive stuff that they were doing, it, it felt like there was more to come. There was room to grow. You had some young guys, some new guys. All of a sudden, uh, you know, Chuck Pagano looked like he really had the, the pulse of this defense and made a lot of great calls and great adjustments on teams. It, it felt like they really were finding their way. And another thing that I loved from yesterday's game was Danny Trevathan. It seemed like he was all over the field unlike we've seen him really all season long and made a couple really nice open field tackles. And I believe maybe the highlight of his day, uh, he seemed to be stride for stride with Alvin Kamara, uh, just like an underneath drag route. And from what we've seen this year with guys blowing by him, 
to keep up with Alvin Kamara, read it and see it a couple times on some screens. Just really good stuff from Danny Trevathan. And if he were to improve, you would think, man, this whole group, they're going to be continuing to improve. But they've hit a little bit of a stall uh, starting with these Rams. The pressure's still there. Opportunities for takeaways are there. But the plays aren't quite being made. And they're getting gashed a little too often in that run defense. Part of that is because of a, a soft middle when Danny Trevathan wasn't playing particularly well. You could say the same kind of with Roquan Smith and then no Eddie Goldman. But it, it comes a point in time where you've got to adjust and, and you've got to do what you've got to do as a player. And Danny Trevathan seemed to step up. And I like how Roquan Smith is playing. But like we talked about with Tayshawn Gibson a week ago, he has an opportunity for an interception in that overtime and just unable to make the play. He was there, I mean, hands are there. Everything was done perfectly on Roquan's end, but just couldn't finish it off. A few of those plays popped up when you talk about the fumble by Drew Brees, when Ramchek, their right tackle, was pushed into him by Khalil Mack on a great rush. Eddie Jackson had a shot at an interception. But if you're not able to make those takeaways, this group can't be elite without him. They give up way too many yards and too many big plays. And then you saw even in their red zone defense and at the end of the quarter, or I'm sorry, at the end of the first half, Jared Cook, you know, drops basically. Or actually, I shouldn't say drops. The ball was misthrown by Drew Brees behind him, but he's wide open for a touchdown. So what do they do? They run the same play on the other side. And there he is again, wide open. This time Drew Brees doesn't miss, and they have themselves a touchdown. You can't have that type of breakdown if you're an elite defensive unit. They're not necessarily progressing. And really the, the next step in their progression, besides getting more consistently effective in stopping the run, is be able to make some of those splash plays, especially with this offense. So not a horrible day by the defense, but now it just kind of feels like they've hit their ceiling and they're a really good group. They're going to keep them in a lot of games and they're going to do some really good stuff in the red zone but they're going to give up some plays here and there, and it's going to be up to the offense to make up that difference. And unfortunately, it, against these good teams, it's just not been a working formula for the Bears. Uh, the last takeaway for me is, like I said, that you kind of look at the totality of the season, eight games in, eight out of 16 is halfway. So we're halfway through the year, and the Bears are five and three. They benefited off of some weaker opponents and did a good job of beating them. They've pretty much been terrible against the good teams. The only victory they've really had is against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and looked pretty bad against the Colts, Rams, and now the Saints. Even though the Saints game out of those losses that I just mentioned is by far the best. I mean, they, they got some early points scored 13 quick points which is really surprising and definitely had an opportunity to get more but that's that's positive they get 10 points in the fourth quarter that they need in order to tie the football game and send it into overtime which was a positive Cairo Santos he looks like a really dependable kicker right now which is great because of how many kicking woes the Bears have had at least we don't have to add that drama on top of it and I think the killer part overall is just the fact that the offense was able to make some big plays downfield. You saw that shot to Darnell Mooney, uh, a, a great throw and catch, maybe not a great throw, but 
Allen Robinson, that touchdown grab was phenomenal. Uh, they did some really positive things offensively. I mean, they even got a, a big-time run. You put a prop bet on that. I don't know how many people are taking that, taking those odds. I mean, the Bears have just been so futile running the football. And when you look at a team like the Titans that I mentioned earlier, lost to the Bengals, uh, I got to think with how how much respect Mike Vrabel has acquired in this league and around uh, the league when you talk about analysis of coaches, I would think that he is going to have his team ready to go, ready to hit, ready to 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 fight. And I just don't know if the Bears have that because it felt like the Saints came into Soldier Field with some fight and the Bears didn't, didn't let them walk over them. But it never felt like the Bears were really punching other than maybe the early start where they were able to get off to that 13-3 lead. That's about the only time it felt like the Bears really were imposing any type of will on those New Orleans Saints. You would take it if the Bears got a victory, but when you are the underdog, even though the Saints are the road team, the Bears were the underdog, you got to come out with more fight and more passion, especially being embarrassed on Monday night. They had the short week. Now you get a full week. I mean, everything's on the line right now if you're the Bears because you can't just fall to 5-4 and four with a meeting against the Vikings where it's going to be a, a dogfight with that Vikings team. Mike Zimmer is not letting them quit. And after that victory over the Packers, I mean, they're, they got to be feeling good as a team. So the Bears, this path isn't easy. There's going to be some easy games. But this thing can snowball really quickly in either direction, both positive or negative. And then you're talking after that bye week for the Bears, they play the Packers, and Matt Nagy has not been very good coming out of bye weeks. I think he's lost every game as Bears head coach after a bye week. And that's a game that, you know, you might need to have, especially if you fall to 5-5. Five and five. Big thing for the Bears is you got to stop the bleeding. you got to find a way to get a victory between the Titans and the Vikings. If you go into that bye week, six and four, you give yourself a decent shot with some games against the Lions, Texans, and Jaguars. You can maybe split with the Packers, and if you can find a way to beat Minnesota twice, uh, it, there's very easily some victories to be had. But if this team limps their way into the bye week at five and five and has a bad performance against the Green Bay Packers, this thing might just snowball and that month of December could turn into an ugly, ugly month for that team. So all in all, uh, and not the worst of losses by the Bears this Sunday against the Saints, but man, oh man, this team has to turn it around quick because it, all that good natured time that they bought from a 5-1 and one start, it's running out pretty quickly and it will run out with another loss this week against the Titans.